Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, you're listening to a very special interview episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we sit down with the writer-director of Breaking, Abby Damaris Corbin. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. We do, and Breaking is based on the true story of Marine veteran Brian Brown Easley, who takes a bank with several employees hostage out of sheer financial and mental desperation after being repeatedly denied support from veteran affairs. Over the course of the day, a tense confrontation with police and media plays out with devastating consequences. Breaking is directed by Abby Damaris Corbin from a screenplay by Abby Damaris Corbin and esteemed playwright Kwame Kwai Amar. Breaking stars John Boyega, Michael K. Williams in his final performance, Nicole Bahari, Salinas Leva, Connie Britton, Olivia Washington and London Covington. Now, Abby Damaris Corbin makes her feature directorial debut with Breaking, a heartbreaking story that resonated deeply with the filmmaker due to her own father being a Navy veteran of the Vietnam War, who also struggled with government support upon returning home. Yeah, it's a sad tale that's all too common among returned soldiers and other vets, unfortunately, and this one sadly ended in tragedy. We invited Damaris Corbin onto Popcorn Podcast to hear more about the blood, sweat and tears that went into breaking and the challenges and joys of independent filmmaking during times of crisis. And how conflicting schedules for Jonathan Majors made room for John Boyega to swoop in at the last minute and blow everyone away with his talent. So let's take a listen. Okay, this is Sergeant Bernard. Is everyone all right in there? As long as everybody stays calm, nobody gets hurt. I have a bomb and I'm going to kill myself and everybody in here. My demands are not there. 
Thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. I understand breaking was quite a personal project for you. Could you expand a bit on why it was so personal? Sure. Well, when I read Brian's story first in Erin Gale's article, my heart was broken. I recognized my dad's story. My dad's a Navy veteran. He fought in Vietnam. And throughout the course of my life, he's gone from being an athlete to being in a wheelchair. And he has had very little care from the Veterans Affairs Department. Brian's story is obviously not unique, sadly, but why did Brian's story resonate with you so much and why now? I didn't read his story until we started making the film. I was completely unaware that there was a man named Brian Ron Easley who just wanted to be heard. And part of that is what struck me. Why hadn't I heard? Because it happened quite recently too, didn't it? 2017, yeah. There's more to this story though than just one man's struggle against the VA, right? So what else is at the heart of this story that you wanted to show with Breaking? You're right, exactly. Really it is one man, yes, but it's a sincere hearted rebellion against a system that's broken. The Veterans Affairs most certainly is what's talked about here. But it's by far not the only one. There's so many different people that feel like they're in this big machine and they're just trapped by it and a little tiny cog in that machine. But if we as filmmakers, as artists are able to show that you can move the machine as a cog, you can have a voice, you can be heard, then we're successful. Is it true that Brian's family still haven't received his VA payments? Actually, we had a really beautiful thing occur an employee of the VA watched this film and reached out to Jessica, Brian's wife, and said, I'd love to help. That's amazing. And what a testament to what filmmaking can do, as you said. Mm -hmm. Did filming during the pandemic put any constraints on your original vision for the film? It's definitely complicated. (laughs) (laughs) uh, We shot at the height of Delta, as uh, so many people have, face masks doubled and shields and... (laughs) You're shooting in a tiny little bank, right? And you have a big crew. Well, for a small indie, you've got a big crew and three actors in a bank. And you're trying to make it feel like it's a stage play to give them freedom to work. All the while taking immense health precautions in terms of practical ways that that manifested. We just tried to use it to our advantage. And if you talk to John, you know a little bit of how he worked and how we worked together and that kind of kept the girls separate. The psychology of keeping everybody in their own bubbles is that it's very alive when it comes on screen. It's quite a baptism of fire for your first feature film though, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Can you recall what your most challenging day of filming was on set? You know, every day was was uh, immensely challenging, but just practically speaking, the day that we that Michael K arrives on set where all of the machines are in place, it was 110 degrees outside that day. Wow. And that's a lot of extras and a lot of big moving vehicles to coordinate for a crew of our size punching a little bit above their weight. It was just hot. And it was just a matter of, okay, guys, like we need to care for our crew first and foremost. Let's ice packs, fans for everyone, lots of electrolytes, but just really making sure that you're taking proper breaks and also knowing that we can't afford to keep these trucks the next day. So you best get the shot. (laughs) Right. What about the most satisfying day for you, either personally or professionally? There's one scene that we shot on separate days the scene in the bathroom with brian and his daughter the phone call both sides of that oh man we were up against a clock it was really difficult to get that one scene both sides of the phone call 
John was in the bathtub while we shot her side of the call and we started improving. And I wanted to shoot her side first so that John, when he opened his soul on camera, would have something to react to. I just let the camera roll. She's a kid. So you just kind of have to let her get to the kid's space, right? Where she's not acting anymore as Kaya. She's just London and she has real skills, London. But what we needed in that moment was just pure childish vulnerability, right? And so John's in the bathtub off to the side and just start having them improv a little bit. And then we just found the moment. And then we go to shoot the other side of the phone call. And it's one of our most packed days. I think we're shooting like 17 scenes in that day, quite a few. (laughs) And that's our last one of the day, just by nature of the schedule and the moves and when we could get the buildings and like, you know, all the constraints you have as filmmakers. And I knew that if that scene didn't play, if we weren't able to really crack open um, a window into Brian's heart, the whole film doesn't land. I had one take with him, gave him one adjustment, and then I just said, don't cut until we know we've got it. And he was brought into the project quite last minute. Why was it so tough to find your Brian? It wasn't actually. It was one of those things that um, we were extraordinarily blessed that three days after we reached out to Jonathan Majors, he signed on, but then COVID and Marvel Mm -hmm. scheduling and all of the schedules just didn't quite align, but in a beautiful way, because the person who was supposed to be in the room wound up in the room and John hadn't been available initially he was on another project with our original shooting dates so it worked out really beautifully that John was able to jump in when our dates changed what was it about John that made you know immediately he was the right man for the job he has extraordinary skill extraordinary empathy and he works from a place of freedom it takes a lot of skill to hit the ground running two weeks before (laughs) shooting exactly John mentioned that you and your DP Doug Emmett had a unique way of filming in that you'd let the cameras roll for extended periods, as you mentioned as well, beyond the scene. How did that change what you were getting from the actors in the scene? There was an element of exhaustion that took place in the reality that things would just kind of slow down in the space. All the while, there was this intensity ratcheting up outside. So it allowed the actors to really play in that moment where Salinas and Nikki are playing off of John. They're looking to find out what is going to happen next they don't know (laughs) and John's such an interesting actor and he's so alive in the way that he prepares that he can just keep going so it allows the moments of surprise that that really take acting from true to great to occur naturally what appeals to you about directing what drew you into this business I love that I get to bring an extraordinarily talented group of people together in the service of one mission and I get to bring out the best out of each one of them. I'm also kind of mediocre at each one of those, but I can become extraordinary by working with artists who are. I think you're being humble there. The end product that you've delivered is absolutely phenomenal. But what's next for you after breaking? What kind of story would you like to work on next? You know, I'm writing and I'm in the process of defining that. So I'll let you know as soon as it percolates. (laughs) Let me know. Give me a call. (laughs) I will. Thank you so much for your time today, Abby. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you, Lee. Really nice Thanks. to meet you. I've had some problems with veteran affairs myself. How about you release one of those ladies? No. I need everybody to see what's happening here. I need the fire trucks. I need the news cameras. You have my undivided attention. 
This is such a powerful movie and it's so inspiring to hear how this film spurred a veteran affairs employee to then reach out to Brian's family and reopen his case. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. And that's just part of the power of storytelling through film and how it can open our minds and our hearts. It's what we love about going to the movies, isn't it? That's right. It's a good feeling. So you can watch our interview with breaking star John Boyega over on our YouTube channel or listen to it on all good podcast platforms. And Breaking is available to rent and own from March 27. We hope you enjoyed this very special interview episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim. And as always, thank you so much for listening, friends. We'll catch you next time. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, and where all good podcasts are found. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.